Hello everyone, Dustin Zarni here, Democratic Elections Commissioner on Onondaga County, and I'm here with my good friend, yeah. Kristen stavisky Zabrowski. no, Zabrowski stavisky <laughs> it's a little long day it's a here, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she is the co-executive director of the State Board of Elections for New York, she's the first woman co-executive director, and uh, she used to be in Rockland County Elections Commissioner, and I thought it would be good to kind of you know, check in with you now after this first day of our yeah. conference, and uh, and uh, you've been on the job now how long? A month, a month. Right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really settling in. I was the commissioner in Rockland County, and you know, you and I worked close together, and and now we can continue to work closely yes. together. Um, it's a it's a big change, but it was an incredible opportunity, and it's exciting to be the first woman. And I'm excited to be able to help guide and mentor uh, local boards because certainly, I think I said this morning in our caucus, the reason I believe I'm here is because of the relationships I made in this this association and how we learn from each other. And you know, it sometimes you feel like you're all out there alone and something. It's it's hard. It's long hours, but we're in this together, and That's it's right. we're in it for a mission to really make sure that every eligible voter has unfettered access to the polls and, and can cast their ballot. It means so much. People in other countries fight and die for it. And, um, you know, so sometimes we think, like, why are we doing this? You know, it's every single vote counts, and it's important. So, Kristen, I, th I think uh, people would be, uh, it would be good for you to give your background, of, you know, what sure. you did before you came to the state board sure. and why you moved on to the state board. Sure. Well, my background, let's see. I, I grew up in a, in a very politically uh, active family. My father was an elected official for over 30 years. So uh, my brother is now an elected official. I, mar I, I married someone, and my mother-in-law is an elected official. Like, I couldn't get away from it. Um, but, you know, I really grew up in it. And I grew up in, I thought everyone had in their home, you know, they'd come home and people would be doing mailings around the kitchen and dining room table. And I thought that was just... Uh, normal life. Um, I grew up in a Democratic committee that was like family to me. And when I was 18, I became a committee person. I was involved in the party throughout. I was first vice chair. And then 10 years ago, I became uh, the chair of the Democratic Party in Rockland County. And after that, uh, there was an opportunity for me to become commissioner. And I took on both roles. Um, why did I move up? You know, it's funny because politics, and obviously we, we share democratic values, but we also do that bipartisan elections and we understand the importance of bipartisan elections. That when it comes down to it, our counterparts, we're working to make it easier for people to vote and to help people vote and to run an agency and run elections and to run them professionally um, and to make sure that things are open to the public so they can see what they're doing. So I, tr I decided to move up because when I became commissioner, I didn't realize it would be such a passion. Right. And, you know, I love the politics, but really helping people vote. Some of the feedback when you help someone. I remember 2016, um, students came in right before the presidential primary, and they wanted, they said, you know, we had registered to vote, and our teacher lost the registrations, and I talked to them. And they went out and two students went and organized their classmates to come and get a court order. And they wow. were so happy. And it was like, you know, 18 or 19 people came in. And honestly, that feeling of helping them and knowing that 
they took the time and it meant so much to them. Those stories like really keep you going. And this was an opportunity to move up to the state level and to be able to share, you know, what I've learned with the counties from a different perspective and to help shape things in this in the state and guidance and laws for years to come. And it was uh, not a difficult decision for me because I also went to college in Saratoga Springs. So right. I, <laughs> I relocated during the week. I still have been rocking on the weekends, but it's a comfortable place for me. I've spent a lot of time there. And I also had the perspective of coming from a county, which I think is very important. It's extremely important in my view that at least one of the executive directors has come from being a commissioner yes. and can really speak to that experience. Um, so, you know, I decided it's time for a life change. And, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> and it's worked out well. I'm very happy that Aww, you're there. Thank you. Because you're, you know, I believe, uh, I may be telling on you here, but you're, uh, you're a reformer at heart, too. You and I led a delegation back before the Republicans lost the Senate to try to get early voting. Yes. And, and we went into the, the heart of the, the, the enemy did. territory. The belly of the beast, yeah. right? Met with John yeah. Flanagan and, yes, and, we did. And, uh, <laughs> and the IDC and everybody else that was there because we were just saying like this is not a partisan thing. It isn't. It's, it's, it's a, uh, a good thing. It's a good for voters and to try to get early voting and some of these other things that we're now finally seeing. Yes. And uh, so I think... Uh, I'm happy to have you there because I know you know what it's like to be a commissioner. Right. You also know what it's like to try to get things changed and the, and the glacial pace that the legislature sometimes deals with. But um, so you remember that meeting? Though that was I remember one oh, of yes. our other our former you know, former commissioners said to me, "How did it feel to be the only woman in the room?" And I was like, "It's my entire life." But you know what? That never that never intimidated me right. and I think as a commissioner you're right we did we fought for changes because we felt it was the best way to have people access voting early voting was a perfect example not everyone can get there right. on election day for various reasons and some people don't want to cast an absentee ballot they want the satisfaction of casting it on the machine and they should have the right to do that and child care or taking care of parents or working should not interfere with that and at that time we, I always said, look at the society. You live in a world where people order on Amazon and get it like that okay. night or the next day. People, voters are not going to accept the status quo and we shouldn't either. And could we have foreseen the changes no. that would be ushered in in 2019? No, no. Uh, but it, it's wonderful to be able to, to affect that change. And I think working together as a caucus, we've done a really good job yeah. of that. And you leading us, I mean, well, you know, it's it's important. And that's, I think, I am so grateful for the relationships that I made at the Election Commissioners Association and the, the knowledge that I could call someone up. I could call you up, Dustin, and say, hey, what did you do in this situation? Right. That's really valuable. You do learn with and from each other. And I think that's the best, uh, that's my plug for the, the Election Commissioners <laughs> Association. <laughs> so... What what do you think are some of the biggest challenges coming our way here? I mean, obviously, the biggest challenge with state board has always been that we keep adding added burdens on and regulations on to the state board without necessarily the funding. Uh, and so, where where do you think the state board is? Uh, you know, what, what are the challenges for the state board of election? Well, I think we have to advocate for you, and we also have to 
sort of together we all have to learn to be better at assessing ourselves and collecting data and being able to show you know this is effective for example early voting we had terrible lines uh last year during the general election um we i advocated for adding more hours yeah. i had to you know luckily other community groups had had filed a lawsuit and I actually joined them or you know, gave them an affidavit in support of their position because my counterpart did not want to. And I understand there's a lot of budgetary things involved, but we added an hour and a half on both of the final weekend days. And we, I assessed how it worked. And we served a thousand more voters yeah. each day. And that's the kind of thing that you have to be able to measure and tell your legislators tell the people who do your budgets because they need to have those facts. When you say a thousand people came in that hour and a half and voted, that means something. It doesn't matter what party you are. That means something. You're helping your people. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges for us, educating legislators. Because a lot of times in these bills they say, you know, the, the, there's no impact financially. Well, it's honestly, it's on us then to inform them what it really is to work in elections. And I think this has been something brewing for many years, right? Because we came from lever machines. Right. We came from a totally different world. And elections are very different today. Uh, they are very professional. They're very intense. There's complex things and testing and you know logic and accuracy and everything that goes into our jobs. I really think we need to do a better job of opening it up to the legislators and to the public. Yep. And that's why I mentioned this morning that as a commissioner, during 2020, I accepted every media request, even when we were inundated and, and we were working until 10 o'clock at night. And I didn't have the time to spend with the news crew. I did it because I think it's really important that people see the behind the scenes process, that it's open to them, and that, that it's verified, that people can see how we get those results and all the safeguards that are built into yep. the system. So we're adding a new division to the state board, right? The public finance uh, yep. division. And you also have, in addition to you, uh, Cheryl Kauser is yes. taking over uh, public finance on the Democratic side. And then we also have Michael Johnson, yes. who's our new enforcement counsel. Yes. So there's a lot of new people coming to the state board and a lot more staff. Um, yes. It, it, I remember, and I forgot, are, is that resolved now? Are you moving or do you know whether... Uh, we're still? not moving. We're not moving. We're actually resolving that right now. We are getting some additional space on a different floor okay. in our office building. We also um, hope to eventually have some more space. Right now we're on the first floor. We have a little bit on the first floor. The majority is on the fifth floor. We're getting space on the tenth floor. We're actually, my uh, co-executive counterpart and I are hopefully, I should cross my fingers, signing off on that tomorrow. Okay. Um, we've really sort of pushed and reset relationships with some of, of the, you know, the people that we have to answer to in the state, the Department of Budget, right. and and we've done a good job of articulating our position. Um, there will be more people. Now, in two years, will we possibly need more space? Yes, but we also, I, I recognize and I've worked with general services on this, that you know what, things are changing. Other agencies in that building may not need as much space. Other agencies have the ability to telecommute in different mm -hmm. ways that we may not as the state board. Right. I mean, obviously we have to be there, access for the public and, and 
when a when a contest crosses state uh, county lines or a state statewide office, petitions like ballot access happens there. So people have to be we have to be accessible, open in there. But um, I, I think it's going to work out really well. I'm really thrilled. There are a lot of new people, but Cheryl comes from right. the state board. She was the, right now that we're. Will she's ending her position as deputy of public information? She will become the co-executive director of public campaign finance. Michael Johnson is was actually enforcement years ago when it was different before it was the chief enforcement and separate and you know but they they all, we also work together. Our compliance works with enforcement. He has been uh, you know just incredible. We are already have a great working relationship, and I think there's a lot of exciting changes. Um, and you know, when it comes down to it, we want to make things better for the voters. We want public campaign finance was passed by the legislature. I think it's important that people have access to public funds, that we level, level the playing field a little bit. I have full faith in Cheryl. I mean, I'm thrilled to be working with her. Yeah, and we say, great. you know, it's like, <laughs> I think Doug Kellner, one of our commissioners said to us, well, these two women are the future of the board. And that is pretty amazing, yeah. right? <laughs> no, it's great. It doesn't uh, get yeah. old, right? <laughs> no. Um, so uh, we have online and automatic voter registration that's yes. in your wheelhouse now. Yes. You're you're working to get that done. Is that implementation of 2023? Uh, yes. So right now, online voter registration, the RFP process ended. So we had some submissions that General Services is going over right now. And then we will start to evaluate uh, the people that have bid on that project. So we're about to have a vendor on board within the next, hopefully, two months, which will really start that process or move that process forward quickly. Um, and automatic voter registration. So from now, you know, you, you don't, you won't opt in at the DMV. You'll have to opt out right. uh, and other agencies, and that's coming out in sort of a scale. DMV's first, then a certain other agencies, and then SUNY is, is the final piece of that. Working on that, um, you know, we've revitalized our financial filing, online filing system. I, that had a few bumps, but it's actually, I think, uh, a lot of feedback came from users. A lot of people came from just people that want to see where the money is coming from and they have the right to do that just regular citizens and there have been a lot of improvements in that and that's going forward and we're sort of reimagining that and working on that so there's a lot of exciting projects um so i feel like i'm coming in at like the online voter registration yeah that's amazing absentee ballot tracking like that's something we expect to be signed by our new governor and you know that will really be a game changer for voters because they can track their absentee ballot. It'll be a game changer for counties because it will. <laughs> because we have these mishmash of uh, systems yeah. and having it at the state board would take a big burden off yes. the counties as well. I agree. So I always like to end these things with uh, one question is, okay. what haven't we talked about? What do you want to get out there that, that, that we haven't talked about? You know, I guess, well, as we sort of have talked about it, but um, that that you know the door's always open that don't feel like the board of elections is something oh you know i don't know what they do i don't i don't trust them i don't know them give us a call you know we have public information fields questions every single day and emails and we our goal is to make it better for the voters for candidates for the general public who wants answers so you know, I mean, knock on my door. <laughs> Come visit. <laughs> well, Kristen, I want to thank you for doing this. I want to thank you for 
going into the state board right. and uh, and being a friend over the last few years. I know we're not going to stop being friends. No, uh-huh. but now you're my boss. So, <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't put it that way, but yeah, we're just going to work together we're in, gonna a work together way. in a different That's way. That's okay. But uh, I, I really appreciate everything you do for the voters, and uh, and I'm looking forward to the great future that you have at this uh, State Board of Elections. Thank you, Dustin. I have big shoes to fill. Bob yeah, Brown was Bob amazing, was... but he was a mentor to me. And, you know, I thank you for your faith in me. It really does mean a lot. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. That's it. Uh, not really in a car, no, uh, but uh, uh, I'll have a couple of Zoom with Zarnies uh, Thursday and Sunday for you. Uh, but uh, I'm here at NYSECA convention and uh, we're working together to make, uh, you know, access to voters. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you around. Bye bye.